How many times over the last few weeks have you taken on too much work because you felt that you couldn't say no? Or you've in your relationship, there are times where you feel you want to say no, but you just don't feel you're able to. Being assertive is really important in all areas of our life and understanding the difference between being assertive and being aggressive. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. So stay tuned. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can hear every episode. And if you want to find out more about improving your relationships, head over to therelationshipmaze.com. Welcome to today's podcast. And today we're going to be talking about assertiveness. Yep. So what's assertiveness? Well, it's this idea that you are expressing your views, your ideas, in a way that can, you know, in a way that's not aggressive, in a way that other people can kind of take on board. Yes, and this is something that people often get mixed up with. And even people I've you know been on assertiveness courses, sometimes it's easy to get mixed up and thinking, but isn't being assertive being aggressive? Mm. And I have heard people who think they're being assertive, but are being aggressive. So when you ask them to do something, it's, or ask them, could you do this? Yeah. It, it's not just like, uh, no, I'm no, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. It's more like, how dare you ask me? How dare you kind of, um, you know, infringe upon my personal freedom and liberty? And, you know, it really isn't that aggressiveness. It really is. It, it's just being clear about what you want and what's, you know, what's right for you at that time and be able to ex- just to, ex- explain that and just bring across that message in a clear and succinct way. Yeah, I, I think what's really important with assertiveness is that you're expressing your feelings, your views, your perspectives without violating the views or perspectives of another person. And that's the crucial bit, isn't it? That's the bit, that's the distinction between being aggressive and being assertive. So you're not, uh, you're not putting down someone else uh, and their perspectives. You're just making sure that you get across your point of view. And of course, very often we think it's aggressive because we might have been told uh, previously by other people in the past, uh, or don't say that, you sound a bit aggressive when you say that. Um, So we have this association between expressing our uh, perspectives, our opinions, and being aggressive. But really, it's not the same thing. Um, Because it's quite different, isn't it? If I ask you kindly to do something, or even if I sort of kindly decline something, that doesn't mean that I'm attacking you. No, absolutely. It, it's just to just to explain that you know that that's not right for us. And I think one of the keys as well is it, it's mm-hmm. a learning skill. So yeah. it's something that you do learn. And you know there are some contexts where we're naturally more assertive than others, mm-hmm. and there are other contexts where we're less assertive. So it mm-hmm. might be at work you you find it more difficult to kind of say no, but at home you're quite happy to say no. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be the other way around. Mm. Uh, and I think one of the measures as well is that as people learn to become more assertive, sometimes people do get mixed up with being a little bit aggressive. Mm. And I think the thing is, if if you find that everybody you meet finds you aggressive, then it probably is the case that you're not being <laughs> assertive. It's probably that you actually are coming across aggressively. That's a Whereas point, if there's yeah. the occasional person that might think, oh, that was a bit aggressive, mm. but you don't get this response from other people, that may be a sign that it's to do with them. So I think it's always measuring, you know, what happens with the majority of people. And what happens there with you? I mean, because if you're being aggressive, aggression is often driven by fear, isn't it? It's the sense of I've got to kind of over-exaggerate my feelings here because otherwise the other person's not going to listen to me or they're not going to get what I'm going to say. Whereas if you're quite calm, usually you tend to be more 
coming from, a, from an assertive rather than aggress aggressive perspective. So it's kind of like, what's your baseline here? What are your, what's your emotional state when you are expressing that you're not happy or content with something? Yeah, and I think a, a very nice description that we read is, it's, it's about, about standing up for your own rights without violating the rights of other people. Mm -hmm. So it's being clear about what's important for you, but at the same time not violating those things that might be important for other people. Mm, absolutely. Um, and often there's this fear. I mean, I know that because I think I used to really struggle with assertiveness when I was younger. Uh, I still do, I think, in some situations. I'm aware of it. I still have a, a sense of discomfort, for example, if I go into a restaurant and I'll be given something. Um, and there's, some, and there's something wrong with the dish. I'm not 100% sure is it okay or not. And rather than kind of questioning that and checking with the waiter, for example, quite often I kind of meekly eat my food <laughs> without sending it back for example and I can see, I, I have a real discomfort around that yeah and I think that's a common thing I mean I've, mm. I've experienced that myself it's sort of in some ways you don't want to offend them and mm. you know I, I think I used to be more like that I'm a little bit less like that but now mm. I kind of weigh it up with the stories that I've heard about people that send their food back in restaurants and the chef gets really noisy and they kick their the food around the <laughs> you know, somebody wanted their steak tenderized, and so the chef took it off, kicked it around the room for a little bit, and then did nasty things and puts it back on the plate. So after hearing stories like that, the, the reason for not sending food back isn't necessarily not yes. being assertive. It's uh, the fear of what they might do behind the scenes. Yeah. But but absolutely, it's like, it's like you know, you buy something from a shop. And when you get it back, it's got mm. some damage in it or, you know, something that you're not happy with. How would you feel about taking that back? Mm. How do you feel about standing up for your rights, mm. really? Yeah. And that's a sort of this really interesting question. Why don't we? Yeah. What stops us from being assertive in this kind of situation? Uh, it goes back to what we were talking about the previous week about pleasing others. You mustn't kind of rock the boat. You mustn't sort of get into trouble with people that that's the sort of underlying perspective here that there is a, a perceived threat or perceived risk that if i if i'm not asserting my right um then oh sorry if i am asserting my right the other person's not going to like me anymore that's kind of often the difficulty with being assertive this, yeah so. yeah yeah, so it's about that fear of not being like that fear yeah. of rejection and Absolutely. and also initially you know if if for example at work you got so used to taking on extra work. You've been used to do, like, doing the work for everybody in the workplace. When you start to become more assertive, there is going to be a period where, you know, other people aren't going to maybe be comfortable with it. And they're going to try to push you back to the way that you were. Mm. And then it's about standing up for what is important to you. Mm. Uh, and, you know, some people may say, well, you know, that's not very nice of you. But remember, you know, this is not necessarily because you're being aggressive. It's about mm. the fact that they're not used to it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, people will respect you more for being clear about what is okay for you. Of course. But again, it's it's perceived threat. It's what you've learned when you were growing up. It's also a question of what's what was uh, what you, did you learn from your parents? I know, for example, that uh, my parents were tended to be quite anxious. So it would have been um, in my family. The messaging was always around: don't don't rock the boat, don't get into trouble with other people. So be sort of be a bit careful, so to speak, because you never know how somebody's going to respond. So consequently, I did learn not to be very assertive. Um, I had to kind of really practice and learn, relearn, so to speak, uh, and recognize that 
if I assert my rights, my points of view, etc., that doesn't mean that other people don't like me anymore. It doesn't mean that they don't respect me any, or that they actually it's quite it's quite the opposite. Yeah, that actually you get more respect if you do express what your points of view views are. But you have to <clears throat> you have to feel that in yourself. You have to have a sense of I'm safe in expressing what I think uh, and feel. I feel okay here. I'm kind of coming from a safe perspective. Um, so assertiveness is also connected with feeling okay, feeling grounded, feeling that you are not putting yourself at risk if you are saying something that you actually want to say. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think what's really important in this podcast as well is to give you some hints and tips as to how you can become more assertive. And one of those things as well is, is to think about practicing what you want to say and how you want to say it. Because you want to say things concisely to the point, mm. because the more you kind of um, put extra padding around it or kind of fluff around it, that's usually a sign that we're not feeling comfortable being assertive. So mm. just be very clear and to the point. Don't say too much mm. and put it across in a way that this is clear and non-aggressive, but just assertive. So, for example, you know, if you have to take something back to a shop, Mm. Um, just think about okay what do I need to say so just being very clear you know I bought this and the thread was unstitched and I, w I would like my money back yeah. um, and you know being aggressive would be going in I've heard people do this mm. I, have, I hear people regularly going into a shop and saying mm. it's outrageous I bought this and it was ripped and x y and z and uh, and then the other person's on the defensive and they end up getting less of what they want because of the aggressiveness yeah. So, so just be very clear and to the point, and and th then that brings more respect from the other person. Yeah, and mind your tone of voice. I think that's important, isn't it? It's about how you say it. It's also about you know, so not not saying it in this kind of loud, exaggerated voice, but also not in this kind of whiny, naggy voice that sometimes comes across when people are feeling a bit insecure. So it's just sort of how would you express something quite firmly, to the point, very short, just in two or three sentences, you get your message across. Yeah, and, and practice saying no. So that's one of the most important things. Just practice saying no. Practice saying no, um, maybe in a role play with a friend. Mm. Uh, you can, you know, if you're not sure if you want to do this or not, you could say, I'll get back to you about that. I'll mm. see if I have time, mm. but don't commit to it. And don't say yes because you feel you have to. Because mm. there are those times where someone asks you to do something mm. and it, it might be that you are just too busy at the moment and it's not that you have to say no just because you feel you have to be assertive. Mm -hmm. Just saying, you know, I'll get back to you on that. I'm very busy at the moment. I'll have to um, I'll have to think about it yeah. and I'll let you know. That buys you yeah. a bit of time, yeah, yeah, to weigh up. Is this appropriate? Is it not appropriate? Yeah. Am I just pleasing people here or do I really want to or is this okay? Yeah. Yeah, this request. Yeah, and you can say it gently. You can say, no, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. Yeah, it's mm. fine to say sorry. It's like it's not that you're kind of undermining yourself. You know, sometimes you might feel it's, it's easier to do that. It comes across in a more gentle way. So if you feel comfortable... Um, saying it in a softer way, that's absolutely fine. Mm. And remember, saying no is not you rejecting the other person. No, and there are different ways of saying no, aren't there? You don't have to say, no, I'm not doing that. They are, they are sort of, you can kind of play around a little bit with language and find the kind, the kind of language that is appropriate for you. So, you know, I'd rather not do that, or I haven't got enough time for this, or, you know, just find some other way of expressing the word no rather than just saying no. So something that feels more comfortable for you. 
Yeah, but at the same time, if you are saying it with different words, just be clear about the message that you're putting yeah. across. Because sometimes people say something and the other person doesn't really understand what they've said. That's so, true. So it's yeah. like saying, oh, could you do this extra, you know, could you do this extra work for me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's fine if you are planning on thinking, well, you're considerate, say, I'll get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just say, I'll get back to you on on that because you're avoiding saying no and you have mm-hmm. no intention on getting back to them, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't do that because the other person may think, well, maybe they will do it. True. So just think, you know, if you're very clear that you don't want to do it, then I would say it no. Clear. Yeah. yeah. But if you're not sure, then just open, have that open, you know, yeah. that open door that I'll get back to you on it. I think another really important point with assertiveness is that um, uh, making sure that you always have clarification if you're not 100% sure about something. Very often, what leads to difficulties, particularly in the workplace, you're asked to um, you're asked by someone who's got more power than you to perform a particular task. You're not 100% sure what's what you're being asked to do. So rather than kind of muddling the water and sort of not quite sure what what is it that I'm doing here and trying to kind of get around it, just seek clarification and ask what is it you know what is what is it specifically that you're asking me to do? What are the expectations? Ask the expectations. Ask them to break it down for you. So that also then leads to less problems later down, further down the line. Yeah, and when somebody asks you to do something that maybe you don't really want to do, mm. just take a moment and breathe. Yeah. Because sometimes you feel this pressure of feeling, oh, I have to say yes or I have to do this. And you, you just respond because you get into a panic. Mm. Um, when you're panicking, your breathing gets faster. You're taking less oxygen. Your brain gets deoxygenated. So what you want to do is just maybe take a couple of mm. deep breaths. Just breathe slowly just allow yourself to let your body relax a bit because breathing slowly triggers the parasympathetic nervous system in your body so that essentially it helps trigger a relaxation response mm-hmm. so take a moment just breathe and then think about what you want to say and just say say that in a calmer way sometimes <clears throat> what, what can also be helpful is to kind of fake it so to speak think about someone who you know a friend or a colleague who is very assertive um, just sort of, uh, you know, picture them, picture how they respond in particular situations and get some sense of what's their style, how do they stand, how do they sit, how do they talk and can you kind of emulate some of that, can you kind of almost role play uh, what this other person would say or do and and kind of uh, imagine that you are this very confident person, so it's sort of fake it so to speak and see what the response is from other people. Yeah, so another way to think of that is like act as if. So imagine you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen someone on television who seems very assertive. And think about how do they stand? Mm-hmm. How do they talk? What's the rhythm of their speech? Mm-hmm. And actually, even if you get into the physiology that this person's in, that can make a difference because the way you sit, the way you stand, it influences how you feel, mm-hmm. which actually influences how you speak and how you think. So stand in a way that you'd be standing if you're assertive. Usually that's quite grounded, so our body's more balanced. Because when you're unsure, mm-hmm. it's like we're often slightly at an angle or our posture's slumped, or if we're standing, mm-hmm. it might be leaning against something. Mm-hmm. When you ground yourself, when your feet are equally balanced on the floor or sitting, both feet on the floor, we actually feel more stable, more firm, more grounded. So again, that's the sort of stance, the sort of physiology that you want to be in when you want to make your point clearly and assertively. Yeah, that's really important. 
And I think another thing to, uh, another factor here to consider is just assume that people are not always, they're not out to get you all the time. Some people might be, but a lot of the time people actually have positive intentions. And, and if you do uh, challenge somebody else's uh, ask or perspective, that doesn't mean that they dislike you for it. Just assume that they are interested in who you are as a person and that they have you know your your best interests at heart, particularly in in, in close relationships. This would be true. Um, so in your you know in your partnership, um, and sometimes even with your colleagues as well. So they're not always necessarily out to get you. So it's also stepping away from this kind of paranoid perspective that everyone is just is going to react really badly if I say what I really feel or think. It's this stepping away from this catastrophizing that is, is going to be a disaster if I say what I, see, what I feel or think. And also think about your self-talk. And although it changes self-talk, you know, it, it might not change everything, but it can help to th- regularly remind yourself and say things to yourself like, I am important. My time is important. Mm. I'm as important as everyone else. Mm. So remind yourself of these things regularly, that you know, your time is just as important as somebody else's time. Yeah. Uh, another sort of angle of dimension to do with assertiveness is also that... Um, it's really uh, important that you actually listen quite empathically to what's happening on the other side, to, to kind of really engage with what the other person is bringing, because um, that enables you to be a bit more open to what the other person is actually expressing. Very often when we're coming from this very defended, anxious position, uh, because we're so concerned about what the other person is going to think about us, we don't actually listen to what's being said uh, at the other end. So part of assertiveness is, you know, is is being, you know, asserting yourself, expressing yourself assertively, assertively, stumbling over this word, expressing yourself assertively, but also listening in an assertive way, listening out to what is really coming my way, what's the other person really telling me. And of course, I can't emphasize more, you know, how important this is in couple relationships, because um, if you, you know, that when you are very defended, when you're coming from this very defensive position, you're often not really taking in what the other person is saying. You're kind of mind reading or just assuming that they're saying something which might be an attack on you, etc. It closes uh, the conversation, it stops you from really engaging positively with your partner in a situation which is possibly conflictual because you might have different interests, yeah? But you need to be able to be open to listen to what's being said as well. Yeah, and part of that is also be prepared to compromise. So mm-hmm. don't get so stuck on having to say no that you're never able to compromise because yeah. sometimes we're not aware of the full situation and, you know, in relationships as well, there is some give and take and, you know, there are times it's totally appropriate to be assertive and say no. There are other times where, you know, we, like you're saying, we need to listen to the other person mm. and we may need to be prepared to compromise to some extent. Mm. Yeah, compromise is not easy. <laughs> it's not always easy, but... Uh, but it's necessary, and sometimes, I mean, you know, you, you can try to compromise. Sometimes there is no easy, ready solution, and you really have very different perspectives, and you just have to agree to disagree. That's also part of it, yeah. Um, but you can at least try. Um, you can at least try to find a compromise. But if you're not asserting your position, then you know, you're not going anywhere. You're just basically going along with what the other person is asking you to do. Yeah, absolutely. So it's being clear about your boundaries. Um, But often sometimes when we get stuck on these sort of uh, discussions, 
um, we, with the higher intention behind both people's viewpoints is often very similar, mm. but you get stuck on the specifics about how to achieve it. Mm. Like most people might want to kind of feel happy, mm. um, but one person does it through, yeah, I, I, I need you to come out with me kind of every day if I go out for a coffee or uh, the other person just wants to stay at home. And mm. it's sort of like both of them essentially want to be happy, but they're trying to do it in different ways mm. so it's often thinking okay so what's the purpose behind this this viewpoint mm. what's really behind this and how can you find a compromise based upon that higher perspective and higher position yeah yeah so assertiveness in couple relationships obviously is really important as well that's that kind of was the purpose of this discussion today because it's also about being yourself you know you don't want to be with a partner who who isn't themselves, who's kind of just acting a role, playing a role, just sort of meekly trotting along with their partner. That's not sort of really a, a very authentic expression of yourself. Uh, and your partner wants to be with someone who is, you know, as much themselves as they can be, whatever that means. So now we can have a long discussion about what being yourself means. But, but being more in tune with, you know, what you feel, what you experience, what you want in life, all of these kind of things are really important. Yeah, absolutely. And people, you know, that's what we love about other people is the ri richness of their personality. Otherwise, we just want to be of a robot, which I know there is a growing kind of demand for that these days. But, you know, I think ultimately to really be happy, we need we want to have that variation, we want to have that uniqueness of the individual person. Mm, absolutely. Great. Good. I think that's a wrap, is it? Or do we have more no, to okay, say on this? No, I think that's all we're going to say today for Sirsness. And uh, please subscribe to this podcast so you can hear every episode. Yes. Uh, please recommend it to a friend. And head over to therelationshipmaze.com where we have lots more advice about how to improve your relationships. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take good care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>